Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. Today we had a great guest called Stacey McDonald on, didn't we Anita? We did, she was awesome. And actually what she talks about is really important for every single business owner and I think that the really successful businesses online business entrepreneurs that you'll all have heard of are doing this really well and they're so good at it mainly the Americans I think but they're so good at it you don't even notice they do it but it really works and we all need to follow suit and do it as well yeah it's cryptic isn't it (laughs) what is it what could it be so uh, she runs business called the Modern Storyteller. Oh, I so, get it out the back now. Yeah, so it's all around storytelling. And it is the kind of part of business that you kind of gloss over or people do gloss over because they think, oh, no one's really interested in my story. What's that got to do with it? I, You know, I maybe if you're a hairdresser, oh, I just do make people's hair look nice. What's it matter about my story and what I'm about? But this episode story will really go into why, why you choose a particular hairdresser over one or another or it's just connection that's what it's all about it's just how humans work we want to be connected with people and stories from like millions and billions of years have always been passed down and all different things have been taught through stories haven't they so why not you why not your business is super important so let's get into it if you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe i'm known as the modern storyteller and i teach people how to tell a damn good story but more than that i'm a massive passionate believer that each and every one of us has a life story to tell before we jumped on this um stream session today you you ladies have all had a morning if you've got kids, you've definitely had a morning. Um, but we, we all have a life that is hidden from social media, that isn't publicly accessible. But I really believe that that's what makes you human. And that's what makes you a likable person. That's what connects you with people. So I'm in the business of pulling out those life stories from people and teaching them how they can use that in their marketing communications. So I'm, a, I'm an ex-corporate marketeer. I've worked in corporate comms all my life. And I can write a press release stood on my head. I could do your web copy if you want me to. But my passion lies in actually connecting with people. So I decided that I didn't want to just be another marketing agency or I didn't just want to be another somebody who could write you web copy. And I really niched down into doing the storytelling piece. And it's finding those stories and then knowing how to use them for your business. And that's what that's where I make a difference. People come to me because they say, oh, I'm just boring. I'm just normal. Yeah. We have yeah. that a lot because we help people. We um, help our clients are often, you know, they think they just want to know how to physically press buttons on social media. But then they don't realize, obviously, like you say in there about the marketing side, you've got to market yourself. And yeah, they do say, like we say, you need to get, you need to be get to known, liked and trusted. And they're like, yeah, but what boring old me? I'm just this. And yeah, exactly. And then, you know what? They always surprise us, don't they, Anita? Because then they'll go and say, oh, yeah, I can speak fluent Russian because I want to be an astronaut one day. Well, hang on a minute. Did you forget that bit? Because it's quite interesting. And there's always something, isn't there, in there somewhere that you can kind of pull out that you kind of just, because I think days just turn into weeks that turn into months and you're just cracking on with your life that you almost forget to go, actually, I did get through that thing. And I did, that happened to me and I did. Yeah, so you're right. They often people go, no, I haven't got a story. I'm just, you know, my life was just as normal like everyone else is. And then it 
totally, totally wasn't. How do you even start with these people then? How do you get this information? What what made you go into that bit? Have you kind of been on any kind of um, journey yourself to decide to get onto that? Or was that just something that always stood out for you throughout your sort of corporate time? I've got a pretty tragic story of my own. Um, I lost my first husband very suddenly to a heart attack 62 days after we got married. Oh, wow. And... I decided there and then that I wasn't ready to be a widow. I wasn't going to be put in a box that labeled me at 35 years old as a widow. So I set out on a journey of trying to navigate my way through some grief and and all the things that come with that. I was, we had a 12 year old. So I was, I was a mum with, 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 with a young daughter trying to navigate through losing her dad and all of those types of things. And I, I was still working in corporate comms and, and all I was doing was churning out, mindless pieces of information and there was no empathy there there was no feeling there was no emotion and I decided that that's not how I do life I do life with a with a heart very much on my sleeve and I started to use that in the corporate world that I was working for so I was working for the railway I was using the empathy and connecting with the people who were complaining connecting with the people who were sorry we're late mind. again it's sorry there was probably the enough line. of them to reach out to <laughs> yeah. yeah and then I, I I became known within that industry as somebody who could go in and troubleshoot and actually go and speak to communities because I would talk to them like normal human beings it does sound so simple but we forget to do it or the big yeah. corporates sometimes yeah, forget do, yeah. to do it so I made a name for myself within that industry for for actually going and troubleshooting where there was major problems with communities so I knew that I had this sort of knack of being able to connect with people and and nine times out of ten I couldn't change the situation but I could draw alongside them and say I I get how you feel I understand Mm. I know I feel it too or I could tell them something about my life which would make them realize I was a human being and not just somebody answering their emails and that's really how I got into doing this. And I just decided that I think that I, I have this vision that everybody deserves to be heard. No matter who you are, where you come from, what you do, you have a place in this world and you have a story to tell and you are allowed to tell it. I, if, if anything, I'm giving people that permission to open yeah. the lid on their own life and say, I've lost a baby, I lost a husband. I've, I've been a victim of domestic abuse. I've suffered with an alcoholic parent. Whatever it is, it makes you who you are today. And I genuinely believe that a little bit more of that will make you much more standoutable. Not that that's a word, but it yeah. will make you stand out. It is a word. A I think bit. it sounds like a word. How do you go about getting that out of people and helping them to turn it into something that they're happy to share? Normally it starts with a coffee. It starts okay. with a coffee and a natter. And it is that simple, tell me about yourself, tell me about your family, tell me about the jobs you've had, the, the places you've lived, the, the people you've you've met. And as that conversation develops, the little nuggets come out. And that's yeah. where people suddenly say the things that you think, oh my goodness. So I had a conversation with somebody the other day and she told me she she won the top awards for music in her county. And she's never shared that with anybody. I'm like, but that, that, that's that's incredible. You're so creative. Those types of conversations, you can then start to pull out the things that would be useful for them to use within their business. And it's all around somebody's 
business values, their their vision and their mission for, for whatever they want their business to be are all driven by who they are as a person. So if somebody says to me, oh, I'm, I'm on a mission to make sure that everybody has the most amazing handbags that they could have. And I'm like, so why? Why, are, why is it so important for you that you create these amazing leather bespoke handbags? And she's like, because everybody deserves to feel beautiful. And I'm like, but why? She's like, well, I was told I wasn't beautiful. I was bullied at school. And you can, you can take the value that somebody holds in their business and you can draw it all the way back to something in their life. And when you connect those two pieces, you make such a powerful narrative that cuts through the social media noise because people will remember that. People will remember why you do what you do. It peels back the layers of the branding and the logo and the colors and the graphics and all of that. And it actually puts you personally. People person. hide behind that sometimes, don't they? Is there like business mask with all the logos, the branding? More like often than not, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because we absolutely sometimes we get people on a call and they'll say, um, "Oh yeah, I know what I'm doing with social media. I, I know I just, you know, I'm just not getting as many clients as I want. But I know, I know what I'm doing because I've I've got my post like this and I've got. I just and, need help and, with the algorithm. That's and maybe yeah, say. and maybe like their Instagram like grid looks fantastic and it's all you know and it's like yeah, but we don't. And then they'll say something and like you're good at this, Anita, aren't you? You'll go see that we need everyone needs to to hear that what you've just said there and it's not necessarily like a thing that happened or whatever. It's just a way that perhaps that person particularly had balls, you know, like they just spoke quite like, we, we're like, oh, we're seeing this shiny, nice, you know, um, branded uh, camera things, and whatever. And yeah. then you've just been like a real, like um, straight to the point talking individual that would get results for people, but you're not showing that through your colorful, nice little branding that you've got there. How, what, what that literally that one thing that you just said there is not conveyed in that. So you need to somehow, forget almost what you've been taught by the the people that sell like what things should just look like and actually get deep deeper deeper and and work out your story I mean Anita and I and we still definitely need work on this part of I believe our get savvy club ourselves because I don't think we've truly truly identified our own individual stories and the get savvy club stories I think it's something that's always evolving and you know we even talk about like going on a on like I don't know buying some kind of like retreat or something on this one particular concept really because although we do um obviously speak to our clients about it and we're, we're all about like um scars not scabs so we're like saying to people don't go on social media and say how tough your life is today like because you're I don't know you're not happy that your husband's done this or complain about your friend or anything like that wait until <laughs> you're over the thing and it's a scar and you, you can comfortably talk about it and in a normal way and not scare people off but so we're always teaching that but yeah to get your cl clarity on your own story can sometimes be hard can't it it can be and people think that they they've been told or they've been they've been tutored in a way that says oh it has to be business focused it has yeah. to be that's drilled into us if you've been in corporate or if you had a proper job that's what it's about they, they don't want you to put in there in, in your bio about you know that that side of you they just want to focus on what your like your cv looks like they have that mindset that's not what markets a business effectively or sells your services and products and gets that connection you need to bring a lot more to it don't you and a lot of the time i am just giving people permission to open up and and talking them through the site the types of things that and there's a big piece around boundaries because yeah you you absolutely don't want to talk from something that still hurts you yeah and it's still raw um so there I is think that's boundaries. the difference isn't it between something that is your story and can highlight your passion and help people and something that is raw and actually makes the reader feel really awkward 
when they read it because it's it's not resolved. There's that place of being able to to learn the lessons, to to see the benefits, to to pull out the the learning that you took from that situation. You can't do that if you're still hurting, if you're still in the place where it, the wound is weeping. You're, you're not going to be able to to find your way yeah. forward. Um, no. And I always say to my clients that this is it's a it's a slow process and it's little little steps at a time you might share something about the fact that you you've got I, I share quite openly I've got dogs so I know quite quite easily that I will connect with other people who've got dogs that that's yeah. a very simple connection but I lost one of my dogs recently and I was really open about that was my best friend and and now I've lost my my forever companion he used to just lie down there all the time hmm. and that's okay to share on social media that's okay to talk about because i'm human and yeah i'm going to be sad because i lost my dog but i'm not i'm not bawling my eyes out i'm not i'm not sort of falling apart but yeah. it's it's all those little bits of life that you can share and sometimes it just needs the permission and you have to open the door a little bit you don't have to fling that door wide open. Yeah. You don't have to get the skeleton. Because there's the opposite, isn't there? There's the oversharing kind of. I'm always telling my teenage daughter, like, she is an oversharer. I'm like, you got to, like, everybody doesn't need to know about everything all the time. It's good that you're open and confident things. But actually, I've done it wrong myself, like, um, you know, where I've actually, I can literally, like, think uh, off my head now of times when I've done, like, lives on Facebook. And I think at that time, talking about that thing, perhaps I shouldn't have done it then because of the where I was mentally and things I don't think I should have done it at that time people may even even speak to me about it now and go oh, when you said that and it, so it kind of maybe it, you know it was effective but actually it probably for me wasn't a good thing to to have done that then but you don't you know you learn don't you through the process of it and so it is that balance of um you know being mindful of what what you are sharing and the impact that you're going to have not for yourself but also for the people that are watching or reading or listening to whatever but I it think, is that you're saying um that the thing is at the end of the day if we're a small business we're using social media to attract clients and make more money aren't we and we're using our stories to try and resonate with people who then will turn into clients and buy from us so how do you go about thinking about what's gone on in your life in the past and turning that into something that is going to help you commercially rather than just ranting on about all the problems you have. Because I have seen past. people that have clearly gone I see like a, a lot. On, a, on a course like or programme or something to help themselves get a story. And there's definitely ways that you can get this wrong, I think. There, um, there are, you know, there yeah. are. And, and I teach my clients and my customers two things. You have to find the emotion in, in whatever that story is, what's the underlying emotion? Is it is it um, self-confidence, for example? Did you have an issue with self-confidence? However that showed up in your life and you are now much more confident. How does that show up in your business today? How can you use that learning that you went through for your business? So you have to find the emotion, but you have to know the purpose behind why you would be using that emotion. Hmm. So just sharing it for sharing's sake is not going to benefit you in, hmm. in your social media for your business. But if you're sharing it to clearly articulate to your customers, or your potential customers out there in the internet world, that actually you have the ability to help them with the same thing. Your product or your service can give them the thing that you're talking about or the lesson you've learned, the tools that you've used, you've used them personally, you've got lived experience. So you have to know the reason why you would share the story. And I always tell my clients, start with that bit first. Hmm. Don't try and shoehorn a story in just to yeah. fit 
just because you think you should. But if you know what you want to share, and this goes back to that basic sort of who you are, what your message is, and, and what you want to share with people, if you can then find those things in your own story, that's how you connect them. Yeah. And I think that's where people get stuck. It's like riding a bike. You've just got to keep doing it. You've just mm. got to keep practicing it. And sometimes you will write a post and you think, oh my goodness, how on earth am I going to connect this to this thing I want them to do? And and you make a, you make a mess of it and it doesn't really mm. connect. But then the next time you do it, you'll get better. It doesn't necessarily need to be a connection on every post. So you see people like saying, oh, I once, you know, fell over and broke my leg. So why not buy my thing? And there's just too much too soon, isn't it? And I think the bit people don't appreciate is it's about building that community. Know, like and trust. So it's the same. I always say that um, social media is the same as offline networking. So you don't walk in and go, everybody, hi, who wants to buy off me? You, can, you have a little chat at the coffee machine yeah. and you do your 60 second and then you maybe go and have a chat at the breakfast or whatever it is and you gradually get to know people week on week on week and social media is exactly the same so if you're sharing your story think in the first instance what you're trying to do is you're building rapport and you're growing your community of people that relate to you and then they're interested and then you can tell them what you do and it's not about I mean we always say that you know um no one likes to be sold to, but we all love to buy. And that's what we try and create an environment where people want to buy from you rather than you're selling to them. And I think that that's kind of what you seem to be saying as well. Absolutely. And when I when I talk about it, it's you're not every post you're going to do is going to be a story. No, you're, you're going to have you're going to have your stories intertwined with your educational posts, intertwined with the posts that entertain, intertwined with the, the, the posts that are inspirational or the ones that are gonna give them really clear how-tos. And then your story forms part of the bigger picture. And when somebody's been following you for a period of time and they've had the opportunity to start to see your bigger picture, that's where the no like, and trust comes from. So stories are a tool to, to help you grow that know, like, and trust. You can't do it all just with a story. You have to have the other pieces too. Yes. But I fundamentally believe that if you're missing the story, the other pieces work so much harder. So this yeah. is a way to make everything work better for you. How long have you had this business? I, I started the business five years ago and it was a side hustle to a corporate role. And it was a, it was a slow burn. I picked up a couple of little bits of work here mm. and there. And I made the decision in August 2019, that was it, corporate job was going, I was going all in on my own really? stuff. I'm very close to the Highlands of Scotland, so I picked up quite a lot of in-person work in the Highlands and in Murray, and did a lot of traveling. So, that, so the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, I was all over the place. I think February 2020, I didn't sleep in my own bed. Oh, so wow. I was everywhere. And then the pandemic hit <laughs> and then I was like, whoa, whoa hang on a minute. Um, so I had to very quickly move my in-person sort of going and talking to people in person. I had to move it online very quickly. And I can honestly say it's gone from strength to strength because I'm now so much more. You can do more now. <laughs> so 2020, 2021 have, have seen my business and the modern storyteller just really take off. And uh, I have a membership, I have a group program, and I do one-to-one -one work. And I'm, I'm, I'm full. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I have a wait list for one-to-one -one spaces now because yeah. there's only so much capacity one woman yeah. can do. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's been a real game changer. Moving online, exploring the social media side of the marketing mm. for my own stuff has been a real game changer. 
Um, and I'm very thankful and I love it. I love what I do. How, how do. Is that how people normally find you then? Because I, I obviously see you, um, you know, go live a lot on Instagram and things. Is that how you would say, where would you say most of your business comes from? Where would you say most people find you? I have a very engaged email list as well. So I send emails four or five times a week to my list. So most of my work comes direct from my list um, because I've got the opportunity to build the relationship with them much more deeply than you can on social media. But I love Instagram. Instagram's been my favorite platform for years. So when my husband died, I created an Instagram account as a sort of a diary just to get through that grief. Um, Mm. And that account, I think I'm sitting at something like 28,000 followers on that account, which has just been the story of my life. Um, So I knew Instagram really well, and I knew how to work Instagram, the nuts and bolts of it. And over the past two years, I've grown a, like a modern storyteller Instagram based on the same that, I want to be real. I want to be human. I'm not some hiding behind a lovely curated shiny feed. Yeah. You get the warts and all when you get yeah. my Instagram. So yeah. and I like yeah, you, you show up live on there, which a lot of yeah. people don't on Instagram hide behind it, like you say, the pretty posts or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, you know, whack press the live button and yeah. you just say what you're doing that day. Let people see your facial expressions and how you are and yeah. And I'm I'm a very much an in the moment type of person. So I write when the inspiration hits me. Same. Yeah. So I send emails at random times when I've got something to say. Mm-hmm. And that could be four times a week, it could be twice a week, it could be every day. If I've got something to say, I'm gonna say it. And I know that my email lists are engaged and I get replies and and mm-hmm. It is like a relationship. It's like I've got a room full of people that are sort of just waiting for me to turn the page on the next chapter because they want to read. The waiting next for you story. to like st- come onto the stage, tell them something, <laughs> Baba. Yeah, just come yeah I'm very fortunate, but I've yeah. I've I've treated them as my sort of they they're my they're my friends, they're my pals. So yeah. it's not. And yeah, I tell them the random stuff as much yeah. as the, oh, I've got this thing that might help you as well. Yeah. So we're always got... saying this in the when we teach people about, um, you know, people almost want like a cheat or like a hack or a secret or, or something like that for their like content creation. So they, they were like, and they love, you know, especially organized people, which I'm not one of those, like to think, oh, well, if we can get ahead like 30 days and ahead and what, and we're like sort of saying, there's something nice about like having a tiny bit of a structure and maybe like knowing the kind of themes that you want to be sort of talking about that are relevant to your business and whatnot. But really, how can you possibly get ready for like 30 days ahead when you don't know what that, third, how do you know what the next month is going to unfold? Like, how do you know, you know, are we going to go back into lockdown? It's something, you know, you just don't know. So you've got, I think there is, if you can get into the swing and the element of actually being more um real and raw and showing up yeah when the when the inspiration comes even if you do have a bit of a structure and you know the sort of things you want to say then yeah that's going to work a lot better as well because like you say they they feel like your pals they they feel like that they can email we're constantly saying like email us back um you know because we're that it's us we are there at the end of the email we haven't hired someone to just create a whole bunch of emails for you to send out so if you resonate with something on the email and even now we um it's funny it's a weird dynamic between Anita and I because so sometimes an email might come from both and then 
then it might be like actually your I didn't say to this you to Anita, but the other day your your email is really good that you sent out, I thought. Um but she sent one out and obviously it was clearly. I know like, you're not the only person that said that. So I did oh, have really? a reply saying oh. loving your emails. She was talking about going to Lanzarote for half term with um the kids and, and things like that. And then so it's clearly that's from Anita about her, what happened with her in Lanzarote. And then at the end that just says Anita, and then they might get ones that come and then it's me babbling on, and then it's like stay savvy Anna there's a pro and a cons to that really when it's kind of both of us doing it that sort of connection but I think we do say to people yes social media coaching but get that list and just it doesn't matter if it's got like 20 people on it you know just build it and build it and build it and show up for them and it you know will pay dividends over time won't it when I first started sort of the whole email marketing thing I think I had some like 12 people and I was writing to 12 people and then it grew to sort of 22 and 31 and the the thing that kept me going was saying to myself if I had 31 people in my living room yeah that's how you that's why we think about podcasts as well because when you first start you think oh whatever but then actually like now is October 2021 um and we have like I think it's like 37,000 downloads of this and like 1,100 people have chosen to follow and subscribe to this podcast, which is mental when you think of what that looks like in an actual room. And I know they don't all listen to it at the same time, but you're right. Think about, yeah, you've only got 20 on there. What, 20 people are going to listen or read or connect? And that's why obviously social media is so powerful. But yeah, and those, and we know now as well with lists, they've chosen to be there. Like something along the point, they wanted to hear from you. Because I share quite a lot of my own story and I, I talk very much about... The, the things I've learned and the the tools and techniques I use to get myself up through losing Chris and all of that. I want to give the person who might be going through the same thing, that glimmer of hope. And if one yeah. person can read something I say and go, do you know what? I can get out of bed today, or I can actually take, put a foot forward today. Then I've done, I've done my job. And um, actually you might never know that that's the outcome yeah. you had. So you've just got to like assume a positive outcome, haven't you? And think this is going to help somebody yeah. because yeah. they don't always reach out and let you know that, but it yeah. will be and happening. I wrote a post last week about a vulnerability hangover because when you do share something that's, that's a little bit more personal, you can feel like, Oh, Oh, should I have said that? Yeah. Should yeah. I have, should I have been so honest? And then I had one reply that just said, thank you. Mm-hmm. that's it you don't yeah. you don't need to know you don't know the story behind that but yeah you just know the sense like somebody's grateful and you know do you know what I'll keep going I'll keep sharing what I share because you're absolutely right the people who need it the most are the people that probably won't comment they'll be the lurkers yeah they'll be the ones that are hiding behind the scenes because they don't want to raise their hand and say I need your help they just consume Plus, there's such a lot of um, social media users out there who are pretending, isn't there, that uh, business is great, I'm really successful, um, you know, like, even like Facebook, you know, my marriage is great, you think, I know, you hate your husband, yeah, you're yeah. on there going, oh, look, give me these beautiful flowers, we're so happy, I'm we're like, like, yeah, right, what's he done this time? There's a lot of that out there, isn't there, that actually, to, to hear someone go, do you know what this I went through a really hard time a year ago is actually quite refreshing although I do think it's maybe about to go full circle and that there's too many people using that too much to go look at this person was so awful and now like, now I'm successful and now you need to you know so I think there's a way to do it that's a bit authentic really isn't there authenticity is is absolutely key but I also teach my clients that it's not about the big stories it's not about that 
big life event yeah. or the thing that really affected you it's what did you what happened yesterday what what yeah. did what what went wrong what did you smash a plate did you have an argument yeah. did, did you lose something um I remember waking up one Saturday morning to find my kitchen tap hanging off my husband had, like literally decided he was going to replace the kitchen tap but what he'd forgotten to do was to fill the kettle up before he turned the water off. Oh. So we then had a very angry wife because I couldn't get a coffee. And I shared <laughs> that story on the day with my audience. And it just resonated with people because they were like, oh, how did you manage without any coffee? And it <laughs> had nothing to do with my business, but it was just a little glimmer of what goes on in my crazy world sometimes. Mm. One of the things we hear from everyone all the time is, what on earth do I post about? I really struggle, what do I post about? And that's because they're trying to think cleverly and what's going to get me that sale. But yeah. you're right, some of our best posts, or especially you, Anita, you will do like one line on LinkedIn and it will just like blow up ridiculously. Because I'm lazy. Because you're lazy. It's like I've just done, I know today's one that I've done, that will go really well because I've literally, because we were on a we had a call earlier today because we were part of this, um, this sort of organization and it's all to, it's to do with this child poverty um sort of charity that we're helping and things in london and um it just made me think and we're having a chat with the guy and what we're going to put together for this carol concert thing that's coming up and um it just made me think of charity and i literally just put charity which charity do you or your business support and why so i know like i'm sat here on this now everybody will be jumping on that because they want to share about what who the support and why and, and how simple is that and it's nothing to do with me it's nothing to do but it's been inspired by what we did earlier today but and and so i think if people realize that it can be or like a poll on linkedin my polls can be just ridiculous and they can just go far and wide and i even get trolled on them because people go oh this is a bit innate. And it's like yeah it is but look at the engagement um so <laughs> you know it, it's that kind of, i think when people realize how easy it can be then it's not as as daunting one of the best posts i ever put out there in the world was was meant to be a post about how amazing my office view is and i was sat there with my feet up on the windowsill and they took the picture very spare of the moment but i had odd socks on for some <laughs> strange reason and that post went viral because the amount of people were arguing about the odd socks. Yeah. They weren't interested in the view. They were arguing about the odd socks. And it was totally accidental. And as you say, less than two minutes worth of effort. Yeah. And it, it helps you get the engagement, but it also opened up so many conversations with people yeah and that's because it's a I real divide it's something so basic but it is a real divider it's like you laugh don't you need because you know your ex-husband needs to have like paired socks and for me like i hate it when my son comes back from his dad's and he's not got like i'm like why can't you just put matching socks on why because they're not like in my house literally i have like so many pairs of pa uh, socks that don't match and stuff i suppose it's because i just know that there's a ton of socks over there a ton of socks here why are they not just like that but then my mate stace she likes the notorious she's always wearing odd socks like she's like why in my life would i pair socks up but even even from this little conversation no see how much that, that conversation <laughs> starter <laughs> has opened up so much. And, and that's why I love, sometimes when you just share that little glimmer behind the scenes, you can open up the, the floodgates to having different conversations with people that you've never spoken to before. Mm. And I, I use that quite a lot in my Facebook group. I'm gonna do an email because... about odd socks now. You've inspired <laughs> because, me. Because it starts people talking. Mm. And then when you get people talking and then you can ask questions and then you can dig around and you can keep a conversation going. For what reason? Just to get to know, to know them a bit more. Yeah. Because 
and I'm all about those connections yeah because ultimately I don't know whether they might be a client of mine in three months six months six years time but I'm I'm a nice person I'm gonna have a chat with them and that's that type of content those types of everyday things I think are really powerful it makes your day more interesting as well doesn't it rather than a corporate article about the science behind whatever much rather debate about whether um matching socks are necessary or not yeah definitely yeah anyway two questions we always ask all of our guests are um the first one is what makes you savvy because we are the get savvy club you asked me this you told me you're going to ask me this one and i've been thinking about it what makes me savvy i can find a story in anything and i always stop people um when they are talking about something and i go oh there's a story in that you need to write about it so i can find the story in just about anything but i think the thing that makes me most savvy is i don't care Mm, i genuinely don't care what people think about me about what I look like, who I am, on socks, what I say. <laughs> I've I've got to that age in life. I'm 44 and I don't care. That's so it's freeing though, time. isn't it? Yeah. Once you get it's to a that, superpower. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I it saved me a long time. And if you'd have asked me maybe 10 years ago, I would have cared deeply. But now I don't care. So now it's it's such a, a freedom. That mm. I do you think that has just come with age, or have you worked on that? a bit of both a bit Mm. of both I I have worked on it um but it's also come with with the roller coaster of life that I've been on and and losing Chris so suddenly um going through all of that I I sadly have had cancer since then and and remarried and you think all of those things what does it matter what people think of me anymore (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly and also it's you know none of your business is it what anybody else thinks about you exactly and I always say and I say to my daughter I've got a 20 year old daughter now and I say to her you can only control your thoughts your feelings your emotions you can't control what other people say or do or how they react I say that a lot to mine and that's come from 44 years on this planet it's such a shame you just want to almost like download all those lessons your years to learn into your kids so that they can have a better life and the other question we always ask you is um if you can recommend a business book so it can either be the business marketing or self-development type of a book or any book this one is really really hard for me because i love to read i am an avid reader i read very very fast but i believe readings for pleasure so i don't read business books i don't listen to business books self-development anything like that i love a juicy murder mystery. Um, I do too. Don't you get scared though? You know where you live, like in the middle of Ireland? That's where the kind of place that like these things are going to happen. Well, see, I can use my environment. (laughs) Trouble, three hours not to worry to go kill someone they don't know. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's always someone they know. I bet you have barely any crime on that island. It's always someone they know. It's always someone in the first chapter. Get with it. So if I had to recommend a, a, a murder mystery book, there is an author called Peter May who has written a trilogy of books based here on the island Ooh. called the Lewis Trilogy. So if anybody wants an introduction to sort of remote island life, and yes, the person who murdered the person was in the chap- first chapter. Ah, I see. But Always. there is, the, he writes a book. not in real life, Anna. <laughs> no, in real life. That's I bet there's no crime there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would I would go with Peter May, the Lewis trilogy. Fascinating talking to you, and I hope that people listening think about what their story is and how they can use it. Yeah. And how can they find you? Obviously, like if you want to share the best ways, if they're listening to this, like I need that woman in my life. What's the best way for them to reach out to you? The easiest way is to find me over on Instagram. So I am the modern storyteller on Instagram and you can connect with me there. And I, I'm also the same on Facebook, but I am an Instagram lover. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Awesome. So as I said, um, <laughs> all about me, isn't it? Um, it is something that's necessary for every business because stories sell and it helps people to build connection sell, let's face it, and it helps to build that connection. And there is one in all of us. Um, and I really liked what Stacey said about um, your stories about finding the emotion behind what you do. And that's the thing that people will resonate with. Um, so yeah, interesting. Have a think about what your story is. And do you know what? I'd be interested to know. So if you're brave enough to put your story down on an email, then just send it to us at info at getsavvyclub.co.uk because I'm always interested. And you can tell it works because um, I don't watch um, X Factor and things like that, but I have seen them. And you can almost guess the ones that are going to go through because they're the ones that... Um, they show their backstory. And so you think if they put all that effort into going and filming about their backstory, then you can just tell that they're the ones that are going to go through, can't you? Yeah, because they wouldn't just go, oh, that person was rubbish, thanks, move on. Yeah. <laughs> because it wouldn't be worth They've gone to their, like, na- they've gone to, like, their home and or their neighbourhood and showed where they were from yeah. and things. Yeah. So, yeah, and they do it because it works. People build a connection, um, they become emotionally attached to them, and then they'll pick up their phone and start voting. And that's why they do it. So Yeah. If, if you want to win uh, the book trilogy. The Lewis tag- trilogy by people. Yeah. yeah screenshot this podcast and whack it on to um social media and tag us in or if you want just take a picture of your socks whether they're odd or not and tag <laughs> us in and you might be in with a shot of winning as well yeah i've got tights on today so they match can't go far wrong with that can you? you can't well i don't know some people might mine do match these socks match that are on my feet now so super proud of that i mean my socks they are my daughter's socks but they're the ones that she never wears, so I'm like, I love them ones. Eh? They're quite good mm. quality ones, but I just don't think she likes the colour, so she's dodging them. Anyway, enough sock talk, and we'll see you for Get Savvy Quickie on the next episode. See Bye. you all later. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, join our Facebook group. Just search Get Savvy Club.